0: Hello everyone and welcome to our very first Women in ERP podcast.
1: That's right, it's the first, so buckle up, we're in for a ride between us all. Um, but yeah, this is the uh, only podcast dedicated to real women working in and around the ERP sector. So
0: Steph, we've had to take that intro twice now, hopefully they're lucky. <laughs> It's February, thank God, uh, we're over the January blues. Twenty twenty two, how's yeah. it going?
1: How's your year going? Uh, I can't believe we've we've we're one twelfth of the the year down already. I had all these big plans, Um, no, I, I tell you what, this year's been great so far. I've kind of uh, recalibrated from uh, a hectic Q four. Um, yeah. It's fair to say I was pretty shattered by the end of last year I think everyone has been after the last couple of years
0: absolutely yeah just,
1: I actually read the other day on uh it was I think it was a Harvard study where they said that the average working day has increased by a whole hour because everyone's at home so all, every all the fears everyone had at right at the beginning of the pandemic it's all kind of uh gone reverse
0: well um, this is it and not they're reducing things down now aren't they to like a four-day week and I'm just thinking yeah I might be doing four days but. I'm not going to be doing 4 I'm going to be working seven days but getting paid for four days. <laughs> hold on yeah well quite but you know we'll get there in the end but um how about you how yeah you? yeah it's good I mean we have sort of traditionally January is where you join the gym and you get healthy and fit we don't do that in our house oh. <laughs> <laughs> we drink heavily and eat all the snacks left over from Christmas so <laughs> all good uh February is where we start to uh Well, we don't have anything left. (laughs) We get healthy again now, and uh, yeah, work sort of slowed down a bit, and uh, yeah, it's good. We're we're into the good bit now, I think.
1: And and it's getting lighter. Yeah. When I say that, I mean it's still pitch black when I wake up and when (laughs) I get up. It it is. It's psychologically, it's not quite so uh, Baltic and.
0: Yeah, that's it. And I, I won an. Well, I said I won an award. I haven't won an award. I'm a finalist. Um, it's very exciting yeah women in technology award um so to just become a finalist is is wonderful it's for a digital star so it's uh I guess around digital transformation and also marketing social media that kind of thing so that's been really interesting yeah and I met Jekyll and OBE and she's quite cool so yeah
1: it's good how are you feeling about it uh yeah a bit uh overwhelmed I guess I think it's amazing you should be so proud yeah I think whatever the outcome just to be nominated is a fantastic achievement so um, yeah yeah it's
0: it's it's hard isn't it I mean we were speaking before about um imposter syndrome but yeah I definitely get that with things like this yeah
1: I think we all do but I think that's where you have to just catch yourself and kind of go actually I do deserve this and you do you work so hard and you know, with everything else going on, just life, yeah, you know, speak, just be so, just throwing kids. How much of the kids? That's <laughs> that balance, but we'll get to that later.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> cool. Okay, so just to give our listeners and viewers um, a bit of background about us, so I created the Women in ERP LinkedIn group last year, um, and that was in order to unite as many women women as possible within the ERP sector. Um, to bring us together, to communicate, collaborate, you know, just support each other, I guess. Um, and as part of that, Steph joined and got involved and now we've sort of united in our efforts to um, shape the community, um, I guess, for, for, for a better support of female peers and, and to support progression of those peers within the ERP industry.
1: Yeah, I think it's fair to say we're both kind of motivated to create that like full global movement you know, um, close in on that gender gap and, and generally, like you say, just create that community safe space almost for um, women that are working within the ERP sector. And there are several of us or quite a few thousand, hopefully, <laughs> but it, yeah, it, it's like increasing it and also hopefully inspiring the next generation as well. Absolutely. And we're,
0: we're growing in numbers all the time. And, and when I started out in the ERP, I didn't know anyone else that did it. I didn't know, you know, it was, no. Brand new, sort of, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's you know what we're trying to um, change aren't we?
1: Yeah absolutely and I think it's just such an important focus that we should have and hopefully we can you know inspire others and, and like I say provide that environment where we can support and empower one another.
0: Yes absolutely. So let's um, start with a bit of an informal Q&A session uh, just to give our listeners Viewers, a little bit more, more sort of background as to who we what. who oh, I can't even speak. Who we are? <laughs> who are we?
1: <laughs> it's a question I ask myself every day. Who <laughs> am I? And who do I want to be? <laughs> There's so many things there. And um, this is it. Go for it, Steph. Who are you? Start, okay, uh, put me on the spot. Um, so who am I? I am Steph. I am uh, currently an account manager at IF- IFS even, I can't even say the words, um, who are an ERP vendor. I'm actually transitioning to a new role as sales manager, so um, Yay, like love a year, new, new, new job. Um, I, I am the eldest of four girls, so I've got three younger sisters. Um, so constantly, you know, another reason why I'm quite passionate about, um, you know, inspiring and empowering women um and yeah just a obviously a daughter um a divorce so something new i think one thing yeah. you should say abby is that we've actually never met in real life no we haven't so <laughs> we're, we learn about each other as we go which is also quite exciting <laughs> we're online um, dating that's what we're doing <laughs> Yeah, 2022 yeah <laughs> what about yourself
0: yeah so i'm abby um abigail allman i'm 35 and i'm based in well just south of manchester in leafy cheshire um i am a director and chief marketing officer for erp dynamics i'll just uh
1: oh very good plug i i, mm-hmm. I need to up my game is yeah you do as marketing is listening <laughs> 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 you, you get a rock <laughs> load of uh bump that <laughs>
0: Um, Yeah, so we're an independent ERP software services uh, organisation. I'm also a wife and daughter and sister to three brothers. So quite the opposite of you, actually. We're literally from a a very male dominant. What answer
1: are you? I'm three. Ah, interesting. I've got my theories. We'll talk about another time in terms of (laughs) middle child (laughs) syndrome. (laughs) that's a different one but
0: anyway yeah oh okay interesting <laughs> um yeah and I also have three
1: of my own uh, all under the age of 10 so and fun and I, games in arms for that because like yeah I know that just juggling all of that two of my sisters have got kids um and yeah uh, I just full respect for all working mothers it is well you never stop oh it's a battle <laughs> it's an absolute battle I feel like I go to war every day when you say that, I always say it's like negotiating with terrorists when I'm when they off to my nieces and nephews. I'm like, it literally is. And it's interesting watching their negotiation skills from an early age as well and just pushing yeah. back like wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They can they're really good at manipulation. I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with the dad. Yeah. <laughs> So, right, we haven't prepped for these at all, but I'm going to go through um, sort of seven interview-style questions just to put us yeah. both on the spot um, and give our community a bit of insight as to who we are, and what we do and everything else, what makes us, I guess. So, firstly, how did we both get into the ERP sector? So I'll start with you,
1: Steph. Yeah. You have the spot. Um, how did I get in? So I joined IFS coming up six years ago, um, and it was I guess more of a deliberate um, kind of decision at the time. So I, uh, my marriage had broken down, and I actually got made redundant all within two weeks of each other. Oh so God. it was kind of like a, a bit of a stressful time, should we call it that? Um, and that was actually the third time I've been made redundant, and I was just I was in kind of the retail wholesale space before and. I, I made an absolute decision at that point to think, right, where is a safe kind of industry or what, what's kind of exciting? There's a lot, you know, secure, I guess, is another word. So I was yeah. of software and kind of medical came up, um, you know, ironically, if you were in life sciences or kind of uh, medical equipment in the last couple of years, I'm sure you've had a great uh, couple of years, but uh, software was probably where I was most comfortable. And that's, um, I guess, where I found IFS. So I, I ended up kind of going backwards to go forwards Uh, But in that time, I've progressed from coming in as at support and then moving across to sales and now sales leadership. So it's kind of um, yeah. I just I guess I was I fell into the IFS side of it in terms of uh, the vendor, but I was very kind of specific in kind of where I wanted to go. So yeah, only only six years ago for me. So how about so
0: ten years ago for me, (laughs) (laughs) Um, just about. I so I worked within. i guess media and communications and specifically 10 years ago i was in the nhs and working on health and wellbeing strategies and and worked on this um magazine for the nhs and events for nhs staff and that kind of thing um and i fell pregnant out of wedlock (laughs) oh (laughs) (laughs) and um yeah they so my partner left and I was pregnant alone uh with my daughter and had her um yeah difficult sort of situation at the time I, I was in social housing um didn't have a lot of money um and this uh job popped up that I saw and it was working for one of one of your partners actually um on a part-time basis from home so it's perfect I thought I need to I need to get some money together to get out of the situation I'm in um this would you know this is the way forward I always had an interest in IT and technology from way back when you know my dad worked in the industry so that knowledge was there interest was there so yeah yeah. I just kind of went for it took about three interviews to convince them that I was the the right person for the job yeah, they, and they were, they were great, to be fair to them. Um, I sort of moved to their competitor after a while. So. <laughs> Didn't end on the best terms, but yeah, they did. Uh, they supported me through a really tough time. So yeah, that's how I ended up in this bizarre industry.
1: Yes. <laughs> what do you love most, I guess, about your job? What do I love
0: most? I really love um, the people factor. me um speaking with different people every day is is great and and actually the the challenge of that as well when when someone presents me with a problem that they have finding a solution like I'm I'm not technical um I understand it a bit but I can't claim to be you know I can't get into a system and solve a problem but I can find the people that can Um, and that's what I like to do best best of all really just to solve those problems also I guess the creative side of it my my marketing brain I love um design and coming up with ideas and campaigns and that kind of
1: thing what about you um I love that every day is different even on those days where I think there is like no way out of whatever situation the situation is I do genuinely enjoy the kind of um you know the challenging challenges but also just helping customers get the most out of their solutions and, and ultimately solving their problems like you've just said it's it's so rewarding to actually be able to help someone whether that be you know just through it you know making their system more efficient and taking two hours off their days so you know whoever in accounts actually has a better quality of life it does actually you know you build up those relationships and that's what ultimately I love is just like you say it's the people factor and I think we need that as humans and kind of you know, yeah in, it's, that empathy and kind of um creativity as you said everything bring it all together into one place it's it's exciting and like i say yeah. every day is different
0: <laughs> it is it's been I, I guess it's been a test for people like us because we haven't been able to be around people for a while
1: um so it's i've been, really
0: sort of suffered with that i think yeah. I, I like to be amongst people and uh, chatting
1: <laughs> yeah no, i completely relate the last couple of years has been yeah, a challenge. Yeah. And I lived, was living by myself at the time and it was just Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I mean I was literally talking to the mirror just to talk to someone because it's a so at one point. And then we, were like, like, <laughs> we but it was weird because I was talking to everyone all day, but it's that actual human contact in terms of physical. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway,
0: yeah, it's important. So why do you think then that we need the women in the ERP community?
1: I think there's so many reasons. For me personally, I think it's one, uh, just having that real community and kind of, um, I guess, sense of belonging amongst us all. As much as, you know, I'm lucky I work for a business where actually the ratio of men to women is pretty level, if not more women than men, is what it's becoming. But I sit, it was interesting, in, in the end of last year, I started doing a little tally of how many calls where I was the only woman on a call. And quite often it was in, you know, those board level type calls where it was c suites trying to get something signed off. And quite often I would be the only woman there. And now I'm not someone that naturally worries me. I just find it fascinating that actually it's quite sad that it's yes. even to this day, we're still having to talk about it. And I don't want that for my nieces, for instance, because I just think it should just be, normal normal and I've yeah. already touched on I've grown up in an environment where it has been mainly female so it's never been something that I've been really conscious of or even held me back as a child because I, it was just well you know my dad was always like well it, it was just never it was just never something that stopped me like being female but yeah I've definitely noticed it particularly in the last I guess decade um and yeah I just want to do I guess play my part in improving that situation empowering other women and also kind of correcting it for future generations yeah Yeah. I
0: agree and I think it's really important to have that realness about it Um, there's so many things that I'm I'm a member of with regards to like women in technology and they're very high level and everyone's very professional and it's almost like a one-upmanship of who's (laughs) who's doing the best and I'm kind of thinking can't we just talk about the fact that this morning you know we've all done the school run and I've still got my slippers on. <laughs> I haven't had a coffee yet, and here I am trying my best. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> I just want that real
1: element um, within been the community, right?
0: Yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah, yeah,
1: I can really relate, and and just be able to laugh about it. Like we all have the same trials and tribulations. Yeah, we're, we're human. All the we're all doing this. We're all doing that. It's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's rebalancing it, and and kind of, yeah, just
0: making it the norm yeah having having a conversation
1: yes yeah. that's, that's yeah. the main thing yeah well um so I guess uh how are you currently balancing your work life <laughs> we both laugh because we've talked about that before <laughs> no I'm not at all <laughs>
0: um I would love to say that I have child care here and this that and the other over there but no at, at the moment so I've got one daughter who's nine she's in school which is you know handy because she's she's out for the day um, <laughs> but the other two my I've, so I've got a two-year-old she's coming up to three in July um, and she's so intelligent she's just wow she it blows my mind she knows everything she knows how to do everything she's even learning to spell now um, but the problem is she doesn't she doesn't shut up <laughs> she does not stop (laughs) talking yeah so she's home I mean we've got her enrolled um into sort of preschool in September so
1: life-changing for you yeah a
0: life-changing moment and then I've got my 10-month-old who is still still breastfeeding so he's home and I'm working meetings around him and yeah and then my husband he's a pilot so he (laughs) we see each other sometimes (laughs) I don't know how, I've got this vision of you just juggling balls. <laughs> like, it, that's what it's like. The house is an absolute mess. We're trying to move at the moment while we're looking for a, for a new house. And um we're trying to get on top of this one so we can get it valued. And uh, yeah,
1: it's just. i tell you what, as someone that's just moved house, keeping on top of the cleaning, is, and, and it was only me, it's literally the hardest thing because you like, you just never know when someone says, can I come around and view it? And you're like, no, not right now. <laughs> like, oh, it's not clean. <laughs>
0: Give me a few days. Yeah, i so... life got it. Yeah. It's just some days you just feel like absolutely overwhelmed. And obviously I'm trying to build a business at the moment as well. Um so that's taken a lot. I'm working every chance I get. And when I don't have a chance to work, I'm parenting and then kids aren't sleeping through. So yeah, it's knackering, it's exhausting. And we we spoke about how we need to take time for us, but we don't really have that support network there to do that. So we're just kind of waiting until they get a bit older and More self sufficient,
1: yeah, and it, it is. I completely like you've got my full support in terms of <laughs> I can imagine how tough it is. I guess, like you say, at least you know that it's going to get easier as they get older. It might not help you yeah. right now, but hopefully,
0: one day you'll look back and laugh. Yeah, we're having no more now. That's
1: that's it. We're <laughs> <Yeah>. done. <laughs> that's the, that's the same.
0: <laughs> so, what about you? How,
1: how do you manage the work life balance? I don't, same different, <laughs> different things, but uh, yeah, it, I mean. I obviously don't have the challenges around, around childcare, but I quite often have, I'm really bad at setting boundaries, like just terrible. And so I overcommit on everything. I've got it, work, work is a massive part for me, Um which I, you know, I want to be successful and I, I am very ambitious. So that drives me quite a lot, but I do also overcommit socially. And I'm trying to like fit, trying to fit everything in. It's just a nightmare. So yeah, yeah. I just, I have no balance, but I'm working on it.
0: Yeah, well, that's it.
1: That's as long as you're working, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, working on it. Yeah, I'm working on it. You know, trying to set, like I say, it's a boundary thing for me in terms of I just need to set some. Cause I'm really sorry if you can
0: hear my dog, by the way. He's just
1: <laughs> not happy. Oh, oh, yeah, I can.
0: Oh, I'm going to do that now for the next hour.
1: <laughs> He's I mean, fine. Is, is, when do you actually fit in the dog walks? <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, we're just taking when we can. <laughs> yeah. oh <laughs> yeah. Well, sadly,
1: even when he gets older, he won't be able to do it himself. So.
0: <laughs> well, this is a problem. We haven't had a chance to train him properly. So if he goes on a dog walk and we let him off, he's like gone. <coughs> so yeah, that's another story for another day. <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. so um, we, that's something we need to work on. And maybe we can get some guests on the show that will help us work on our own sort of
1: work life balance that would be great actually yes yeah and if anyone's that. got any tips out there please feel free to yeah. contact us yeah um, and yeah educate yeah. us definitely
0: <laughs> so what inspires you Steph and makes you feel your best
1: self that's a good question because I I think it, it's hard to pinpoint it on one thing like I've, I've just said I'm, I am I've been through quite a tough time historically and I think what that did is kind of focus my mind a lot more and it's interesting where I've had a bit more I guess headspace over the last month I've really started thinking about what my values are and what's important to me and kind of where do I want to take you know what next essentially because we can all you know you get so caught up in the day-to-day that it's so hard to kind of think you know what do I want to be or what what do I I want to be when I grow up it's that kind (laughs) of thing (laughs) Um, but I guess what inspires me, those are things. I mean, family's a big one. Um, you know, just, yeah, I, I think there's lots of different elements. Um, so yeah, I find that quite a hard one to answer, if I'm honest. Yeah, it's difficult. Yeah. Um, what about you?
0: Uh, I guess inspiration-wise, what inspires me to to keep going? Um, I, I guess it's the, the the dream of a financial stability one day um yeah. That's a big inspiration. I don't want to be working forever.
1: Yeah, I don't. No, I totally. I guess that's one of mine as well. In terms of, again, where I've come from to where I want to be, it's definitely a massive driver.
0: Yeah. So that, and then I guess to to make me feel my best self, this is going to sound really, really sad now. I love, I love gardening. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's not that sad at all. That's, I love that's, it. That's it. like that. <laughs>
0: yeah I grow my own vegetables um and I cook my own vegetables so yeah that's my uh... well
1: I'm gonna have to come to you for some tips because I finally got a garden again where I'm mo- where I'm just moving to so uh oh, I, I was gonna I was thinking about I need to grow my own and be more sustainable yes. so uh do it so do easy the
0: segment on that yeah <laughs> well I'm happy to <laughs> but it, honestly once I have put my hands in the dirt it there's like a, a sense of calm um, that comes over me yeah so yeah. It's, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm glad that we're warming up a bit with the weather now so I can get back out there and do my thing
1: yeah so if you could turn back the clock what would you tell your 18 year old self oh god <laughs> drugs are bad <laughs> <laughs> um
0: I would See, I was quite wild. I was quite a wild, oh, child. wild
1: child. I love um, that. At least yeah, stories, eh? it's better than just being so a bit many
0: crazy. stories. <laughs> yeah, there are I'm a lot of stories. Be me up for that drink, Abby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I enjoy. I enjoyed my youth entirely, and um, yeah, I think that was a good thing because now I can't even go out for a drink. <laughs> So it's just impossible <laughs> so I'm really glad I did the things I did you know I was I was a bit of a groupie I used to hang out with bands and I was on stage with the Strokes and yeah I had a oh, great wow. time yeah, yeah. so i just tell her to keep on keeping on <laughs> you good. know love yeah love
1: awesome. and so well, it's
0: gonna be interesting you know that's gonna come around when your daughter's that age and- yeah <laughs> she's not allowed to do anything yeah. I, I know good. what she's doing yeah <laughs> it's nothing
1: you haven't seen no. <laughs> what about you what would you tell um, your, your younger self I think I would it would probably be more around believing in yourself and kind of a confidence thing that I was a really ambitious kid um and then I lost my way like during my 20s and kind of yeah just lacked all self-belief and confidence and kind of just limited myself to be honest um and so I think I just say just go for it like what have you got to lose nothing and I think it's just um yeah just go for it there's yeah. nothing I, I don't regret anything really because I just think you've got to go through those life experiences to be who you are today and I think you just own that and as long as you learn from it and kind of like you say have the good stories i like, I equally have some good stories <laughs> <laughs> but I um yeah I just I think In terms of career, particularly, I did completely limit myself in my 20s, but hopefully making up for it now.
0: Yeah, well, definitely. You're doing really well.
1: So be proud of
0: yourself, definitely. Right back at you. Try it. (laughs) (laughs) So, how would your parents describe what you do for a living? I
1: don't think they really understand. (laughs) I think anything that involves a computer it's funny honestly my dad literally calls me his IT consultant and I'm like but dad I I sell software like I <laughs> <laughs> don't know <laughs> I don't know but why don't you like we could google it and it's like <laughs> mind blind um but yeah I think they, they know roughly what I do but I think they just associate all software as software so therefore that if I said to them what's ERP I don't think they'd have a, like they wouldn't have a clue they, they, they kind of at high level know some of the brands that I work with um but other than that it's just this weird well they
0: know nothing. yeah, so, uh, get yeah it. Well, so I guess my my dad would get it uh well does get it um because he so his background was sort of engineering um okay. technology so he was working for AMD and Intel and all of those brands. So he's aware of, of the marketplace and he, he understands marketing, I guess. Yeah. But I think with the kids, they kind of don't see actually what I'm doing. I think it's more about she's you know, being a mom. So it's yeah, and I yeah. think my mum sees that as well. Maybe that's just from their experience. Maybe that's they value that more than the job itself. You, do, do you know what I mean? It, to, yeah. to be a mother is almost a bit more. Important oh. to them as grandparents yeah, as well.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. That. So yeah, it's. Actually, that, I think ask my nieces and nephews; they would just say she's on the phone all the time. Like her job is just to be yeah. on a call constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, like I in if they're staying or whatever, and it's yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Just different. Yeah, aspects. my
0: daughter does it. I mean, she'll sit and um, pretend to be on a
1: phone, and be like, I'm on a call. <laughs> it's just what they do. I have to be in this kind of makes you know. I, I like. I like that um, kids. It, it, I think what aside from we're all overworking in the last couple of years, it's also kind of brought that real like human element to all of us. So you can be talking to a CEO, for instance, suddenly some yes. like their child appears, but it, it just brings that kind of human. Yeah,
0: it's lovely, isn't it, yeah. to see that it actually is,
1: that's a positive. You know. Yeah, we're absolutely. all just people. We all, yeah. you know. Yeah, and all- you forget that they've got a life as well, and yeah. But
0: yeah. yeah and it kind of it makes it less scary to speak to those people i think as well because you just realize you're going through the same thing i'm going
1: through <laughs> yeah no, that's what i mean it is it's kind of like we're all made of the same stuff yeah and you get that sometimes you know, in know hierarchies we've already mentioned it's february which means uh, there are a few significant dates um obviously the main one being valentine's day so uh you got any special plans I'm not quite sure at this point where you're going to
0: fit them in but <laughs> nah <laughs> um so actually Valentine's Day I do make an effort but not necessarily for the husband um I always do the kids a Valentine's oh. breakfast and we have heart-shaped crumpets and fizzy raspberry juice and that kind of thing so oh, yeah we do that and um that's probably as as romantic as it gets around here. <laughs> Which is, I'll be
1: honest, more romantic than anything going on in my life. So <laughs> maybe I'll come Do around this. <laughs> Yeah. Do it. <laughs> are you are you dating at the moment? Are you I mean I go through phases uh, uh, not in the minute It's probably the the, the easiest answer to that. <laughs> I just yeah, I, I fall in and out of love with the apps. I just I'm just not a big fan because i'm because i'm such a people person as we say i just yeah. really struggle with some profile that it, it's so hard to like match the personality with the actual person because it's it's quite story, someone else has written their profile clearly because they have <laughs> no personality in real life or vice versa where i don't give them a chance because it's the blandest thing I've so, been there. Yeah, i live in hope that you know now that we can see people in real life yeah you know, Gonna
0: happen but yeah know. so i met my husband on tinder How did you
1: yeah
0: <laughs> oh there you go oh yeah it wasn't as seedy as it is now back then no, yeah, the- so <laughs> yeah.
1: that's the problem is they've all got bad reputations but yeah i'll keep you posted yeah let us know <laughs> <laughs> um, another important date though, just before that, is uh 11th of February, we've got international the International Day of Women and Girls in Science. And obviously being computer science, um, it, you know, it should be a day that we're, we're looking at to celebrate. Um so yeah, I don't know if you've got any thoughts on that.
0: Yeah, so it's it's a really important day actually, and it's it's one that we should make a, more of a big
1: deal about. Um I'm aware of it, to be honest. No started kind of exploring
0: things yeah it stems a big issue um it's something we actively need to encourage within schools within um communities and workplaces you know for 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 everyone you know really but for girls more specifically i mean me personally i didn't have a computer in school until high school like i didn't And computer science obviously fits into this bracket it, it, it's science technology, engineering, and mathematics, but um obviously, the computer side of things we need to be maybe helping to promote that more across groups that we can access so I guess um one of the things that we could do is you know going into go into schools and and give a bit of a speech about what we do and how we got into it and, and kind of how we are today, just yeah. giving that sort of low level um I don't know, lecture to young younger people just so that they know that this is an avenue they can go into. They may never have considered ERP as a, a science because that, yeah. ultimately that's what it is, um, and technology, obviously.
1: I don't know. What do, What are your thoughts around it? No, I, I, I agree. I think, I mean, I'm pretty sure my age. When I was at school, it you know, they were black and green screens, so it was kind of like there was <laughs> um, uh yeah it it just wasn't spoken about and it was very much kind of like the geeky boy that was into into, it was just not like and that's very stereotypical in itself but it was it was just never I guess as accessible and I went to an all-girls school so it's kind of even more kind of lower down if that makes sense but then I you know I look at my nieces and you know they're they're learning about coding at the age of five like it's mental it's, it's great don't get me wrong but it kind of I mean, it's going to take them less than six months to know more than I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I find this with my daughter. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's great. There's definitely more options out there now. Um, and we just need need to keep pushing it and pushing it.
1: Yeah. I, I think, think you know, raising awareness constantly, I think is, you know, it, it's doing our part and I think we absolutely are moving in the right direction, but there's still a lot of work still to do.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. And I think one of the, the key ways of doing it as well is to make it enjoyable so I love to play Lego with my kids, um, which fits into that, whole, you know, Lego Meccano, the engineering side of things, building, construction, you know, all yeah. of that. It's, it's making, creating something or building something enjoyable. I know you can get Lego robots
1: now as well. So you can actually build and program your yeah. Lego guy. <laughs> Just... yeah, no, it's amazing. It is amazing. I think the more yeah, we can do that, the better.
0: Yeah, and there's just a bit of a, I guess, a shout out to a community that is out there for anybody that wants to get involved in in promoting STEM, uh, the STEMettes. So you can search for them online or LinkedIn, um, and you can become a mentor to to young ladies and and young girls um, to help them within that field. So sharing your expertise and knowledge and that kind of thing. So. Another date that's of interest, um, 25th of Feb, um, and that is the International Stand Up to Bullying Day. And I think this day is really important to recognise, as it's not just about those in school bullies, um, it's recognising a real suffering that many of us go through um, throughout, you know, at points in our career and and lives, um, the workplace, online, and so on it's awful and it happens way too frequently um I've been subjected to it at school so um I for a small amount of time lived in America um and I used to have this uh this guy that sat behind me uh, in my science class and used to pull chunks of my hair out he never spoke to me he just used to sit there pulling chunks of my hair out and I never told anybody I was so frightened like why I was doing that and um yeah, never dealt with it or anything, but it's always bothered yeah. me as to why he was doing that. I know now, I'd speak to some people that still know him, why he behaved like that. He was dealing with his, his own things at the time, but I just kind of suffered a little bit in silence. I was frightened of going to my science class because yeah, this guy would pull my... <laughs> yeah. But that's, I mean, people experience
1: far worse than that. Yeah. Um, I guess I it... Well, but... You go, you go. I was going to say, it's quite an interesting one. Quite often it is the bully's own shit, which is why they're bullying you. I equally have also been badly bullied like before. And it is always something that's going on in their life. Yeah. Which doesn't make it any better. But I also, you know, as an adult, I look back and just go, it's actually really sad. Like you need to get to the bottom of what's going on with you. Like, I just don't tolerate it at all. I I find it. Uh, yeah it's just not acceptable in today's world in
0: my view it's not no it isn't at all and um i guess as i got older as well i've experienced it several times in the workplace as well um and with that it tends to come from um i guess people that want to progress faster than they are progressing um a bit of frustration there I've, i've even had it from sort of senior members my managers um if I wasn't performing to the the way that they'd like me to perform, you know, I'd get berated and shouted at. You know, I've had some horrendous experiences in that regard, and I'm I'm sure it's shared, you know, across the group. Do you think as women we
1: get bullied more? Do you think it's a... I don't know if it's a, a, a more... I think we're more susceptible to it because, you know in some cases you're seen as kind of and this is traditional kind of the weaker sex or whatever it's e- it's easy for an insecure male I guess to kind of push that on but I, I, I don't think it's a male female thing I think it's just a, a bully non-bully thing in terms yeah. of I think we the uh, quite often it, they've got similar traits I think and I think it's like I say it's just not acceptable at all and if I saw it in I guess my team or in the wider thing I'd uh, now I've kind of I guess grown up if that makes sense yeah like I'd call it, I'd out, call it out but I absolutely haven't done that today in terms of usually it's because I'm scared or like you say it's someone trying to better themselves and I just think no it's like just no I just, yeah
0: no in the past it, I've just sort of to you know just sort of I'm okay yeah you do what you're doing that's fine yeah. but now I think I'm in the position where I'd, I'd I'd definitely call it out I would that's not acceptable like Dog, sorry, the dog, dog What's your dog's name, by the way? We should, we should know. His name. This is Fletcher, yeah. <laughs> and Fletcher, Fletcher. If he was allowed in, he'd be on my knee. oh um, so. mean, putting <laughs> <coming> him out? <laughs> oh, I might let it. him in in a bit. We'll see how yeah. so we get on. Every single Teams call. I think it's Teams. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs>
1: This you know, is, this is real life.
0: This is real this is, life. Kay, Kaylee Brown mentioned on the group that um, her cat does it all the time. So <laughs> here you go, Kaylee. It's n- you're not alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess going back to what I was saying, there are two items we want to cover in each podcast. Um, sometimes they'll intertwine, but generally we want to speak about a female or woman topic uh, and an ERP specific topic as well. So um, our ELP focused topic today is cloud versus on prem. Yeah. So, firstly, uh, font of knowledge <laughs> what do cloud versus on premise really mean? Wow, well, that is uh, a
1: <laughs> let's open that can of worms. <laughs> so, um, I guess traditionally, on prem or on premise is a um, you know, you're holding your solution on a server physically in your building so you've probably got a server room with laser boxes no one's allowed in it like it's that scary thing you know if something goes down then you're probably going to have quite often it's one person that looks after all which is crazy it's like a single point of failure yeah um, and that's the traditional side and traditionally that was kind of a license on perpetual licenses so very much capex type model where you're paying for everything up front and then paying an annual maintenance and then um with cloud it's kind of all Virtualize, so up there somewhere. Well, that's another one. Parents and thinking what cloud is <laughs> mind-blowing. <laughs> uh, but so uh, with cloud, obviously, um, you know, if you're working with a vendor such as IFS, then you would, um, you know, you could either host it yourselves in the cloud, or we could do it as an on-managed un- uh, service. So where you completely subcontract all of it out, and you've got a team that's working twenty-four-seven, essentially. Um, and that is that's more of a subscription model. So you've got that regular opex. Now that's not to say that you can't have more of a hybrid approach. So I'm fortunate that I work for a vendor that offers customers choice. So you can kind of mix it up. But I would say for 99 percent of net new and kind of upgrading customers, it is a case of cloud with subscription and kind of having that regular kind of updates and everything that goes with it.
0: Yeah. So we're we're finding at the moment many of our customers are just starting to become a a, a little bit more confident about moving their ERP to cloud. Um, It does seem to be a big shift in that direction. Um,
1: But there's also,
0: I guess, a a number of organisations that won't even entertain the conversation.
1: Right, and and that's true in terms of if you work in a regulated industry or for a defence business, for instance, there's still, you know, if you're working for, I don't know, let's say defence, you probably want to have, and we're obviously based in the uk so this goes for the globe as well but with the if you're working on uk government contracts for instance you physically quite often have to have the individuals working on it in the uk and therefore that kind of limits things like azure they don't actually have a data center in the uk it's it's in different parts of europe so you kind of say yeah. maybe on a g cloud and anything's possible it all comes at a price right but there is that in certain businesses there is that fear of kind of you know security yeah, that's it it's the s- security
0: element isn't it I guess yeah. on premise there is um, a major benefit that you know to the security side of it um, and end-to-end security should be the priority for
1: every organization um, yeah. regardless so, of it, industry go on yeah I, I was going to say that but, but security wise is not like I would say ERP per se is secure you know providing you're on up-to-date supported solutions it's not the be all and end all in terms of being on prem or cloud like you, you there is definitely a choice still to be had I think it, it comes around more of the kind of data and all that kind of stuff where it, it, it's the traditional mindset that just needs breaking and kind of you know uh, it, it, even if you took away um defense and, and made it like a regulated industry something like life sciences where you're having you know to take an update is quite a big task because it has to be has to go through validation and all that kind of jazz yeah. i get the thing but actually there is definitely a mind shift coming where i think people accept it's not it's not some scary big hole <laughs> you're going to kind of lose your whole system too like it is absolutely you know cloud is is a completely secure network but yeah you, you don't need to fear
0: okay i guess with um on-premise, though, you've got that total control over data and you've got a full full visibility, though. Um, you can control who has access. You can see sort of where they are in the system, what they're up to, what they're doing kind of thing, and everything's traceable. Um, and you can update and you can upgrade at your own discretion. You know, errors are traceable and you can cut off any, any dodgy behaviours uh, immediately. So is that the same with cloud? Because I guess some of our customers... Are, are fearful that if it's held in a data center which is not their organization you know and it's overseas how many layers have we got to go through to get to that kind of thing
1: yeah no you have still got all that auditability. so it's not a case of you know like i said it's not some black hole where you don't know what's happening behind it there is you know certainly in my experience there's better change control in a lot of instances there's there's better kind of I guess, security and, and access issues because we look it down. Like yeah. there is no Joe in Accounts hacking system at the database level, which, it you know, that does happen um, and I've certainly seen it. And actually that one thing they're doing that I think is a really simple script that they're going to run because they made an error actually takes down the whole system. <laughs> but, you know, you in some ways you're much better being in a secured, controlled cloud environment where you haven't got... Access to the database to kind of do your own thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess you're right. It, it is a bit of a game changer, isn't it? And it, I guess with regards to mobility um, as well, they do provide that seamless user experience and everything can be tied in, ancillary softwares and so on can all be connected um, because of the cloud. Um, and for many organizations, allowing employees to log onto the ERP. Remotely, we've seen over the last couple of years that remote working is, you know, the way forward. And we've both spoken to the same customer this morning, and <laughs> he was at home. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, that accessibility and mobility is really important. I mean, you could have somebody over in Barbados working now, and and this is the future of
1: working, isn't it? This is the way it's yeah, going. Absolutely, and actually, that's one thing. That really has come to the forefront of a lot of people's minds over the last couple of years because I've got customers that are on sort of 15-year-old systems because they've been scared of upgrading for a lot of the reasons we've kind of said and, and other things, or just not wanting to spend the money. And actually, when they suddenly had to revert to working mind, they couldn't log in easily, they couldn't no. access their data. It was a real pain. And having everything that's kind of web-based now and kind of modern and you know, you don't have to worry about. You could work, like you say, in Barbados. I mean, literally. Prov- be- providing there's Wi-Fi. I guess Yeah, that's, providing that's the, wifi, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, that's the worry, isn't it? What happens if the internet goes down?
1: Yeah. Does that mean all your operations go down? No, no, not at all. It's all still there. It's just you need to sort your Wi-Fi up. <laughs> 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 it's not a case of, you know, yeah, you're right. It, it relies on good quality kind of connections, that's but that's not yeah. the ERP kind of responsibility that is totally um yeah a network issue
0: yeah so are you finding now that there's more of a conversation
1: towards cloud a hundred percent it's yeah. very rare now that you have a customer that wants to go on-premise even with the the regulated type customers defense customers it is very rare they want to go cloud uh, sorry they don't want to go cloud and it's very rare that you want to go kind of perpetual everything subscription-based Uh, and uh, you know there's that shift of of outsourcing everything really there's very few that want to have that single person that that fixes things do you think
0: do you think there'll always be a need um with regards to the defense sectors and and I guess financial institutions banks and so on yeah that's true on premise
1: um or Um, do you think that, that eventually everybody will jump over to to cloud the trend is everyone will move over. It, it yeah. might just take some organisations a bit longer because they're just kind of stuck in their old ways. But I'd be really surprised that, you know, in 10 years' time we're even talking about on-promise, I think it will all be cloud. Sure. Yeah, Maybe I agree. I, I think it's, it's, it's more than a trend now. It's just the norm. Yeah. And, the, you know, the, it, no one talks about cloud first because it's just cloud only.
0: That's it. And I guess when we're developing software which is one area we're sort of getting into now we are thinking about um erp as a cloud solution yeah um and the development is being done around that so i guess when you know all these ancillary technologies go to that level if you're staying on premise you're kind of stuck as to what you can do um so you're almost going to be you know you either get ahead of the time so to speak or you're you're going to have to you're going to be
1: dragged up (laughs) yeah Yeah. no absolutely absolutely i think that really uh wraps up our first podcast what do you think in terms of yeah i think so i think we've done okay i think do you well, reckon? I, I don't know i'm a bit uh nervous about the feedback we're gonna have <laughs>
0: <laughs> Please be nice. yeah be nice um we We'll hopefully have some guests coming on to the next one, which is in two weeks' time. So,
1: yes. And if anyone, in. I was going to say, if anyone wants to get involved, please feel free to reach out. Come and save Abby and I, and I from ourselves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, if you've got any topics you want us to discuss, but don't act, you know, don't want to be kind of actively part of, let us know, and we'll um, happily, you know, have the conversation.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, you can reach us on LinkedIn or you know, there are various ways of getting to us. We're, we're just building the website at the moment. So uh, as soon as that's up, I'll let everybody know on LinkedIn and then you can direct contact us. Cool. Okay. So I'll let you go, Steph. Well, oh, to say
1: to you. That's, Yeah. <laughs> I have to. Fab, uh, <laughs> well, it's been great catching up. And, yes. and until next time, I guess it is. See you soon. Bye.